Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. Let's return to the dark side of the force. Hopefully Kyle Chaos picks up on the first ring. What up, Kyle Chaos? Not much here in order. I'm gonna do this later. Hmm? Just you. I'm just, I'm just figuring out. Now it's just right. I mean, it's a mess, but. Yeah, sure. Where's McCain? McCain. But if we're about to do the show, I'll do that first. You'll train to clean. The mess up there. Later. How big of a mess is it? Like, should I just call you back at like ten twenty minutes? No, it's a dry mess. It's like a, it's a dry mess. So it isn't something heavy. It's like I can deal with it later. It's not like it's not like something where I don't know, man. I don't think it's gonna be anything that huge if I clean it up at some point. I'm gonna do on the show. But yeah, no, I was thinking of two things uh, that I was one that I was talking about yesterday on the show. I, I think Dave Emery is like telling. I don't think he's lying. At least I think he's telling the truth. Um, as far as people that I trust in, in media, I just don't know, like, I haven't heard him describe what he thinks about what's happened in the past year, you know, like, if he thinks it's a good thing or not, like, because his main thing is, you know, the enemy to him is fascism, which I get, and I don't think he's as much against socialism as he's against fascism, but, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if you'd see this as the government uh, becoming way too uh, tyrannical or not, you know. But at least I see what's happened in the past year as the government being too tyrannical, and I'm not sure who else agrees with me on that, but that to me is what the truth is, is that we lost our freedom a year ago, and I don't know if we're getting it back. Like, I'm feeling less optimistic from conversations I'm having with people and the way that this I guess the way that the schools are reacting like they're thinking it's not things aren't going to open up in the next few weeks and I don't know they think things are going to shut down again I don't know I don't know guys I know we're going out and getting a vaccine what is it? like like one or two guys in my Rehab or getting the vaccine. Well, yeah, yeah, now, you know, a bunch of people are getting themselves killed or whatever, are going to wind up getting killed, so, okay. They will have the bioweapon. 
Uh, and my buddy Josh relapsed. No oh, shit. Yeah. Trying to remember, Kate. Josh, was he from? I'm not sure. Was he from one of the rehabs you were at, or like a dude even before that? Yeah, he's Muslim. Oh. So what wound up happening to him? Uh, basically, like, uh, somebody offered him some, uh, coke at the, uh, hub downtown last week, and mm. he took it, but then, uh, then he popped dirty when they gave him a piss test, and it had fentanyl in it. Oh, shit. So he had coke and fentanyl. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they must have cut it with fentanyl. Damn, that's that's a pretty. It's like that. That's like a speedball, really, the most intense kind of speedball you can get, really. Ricky, he's still alive from that shit. Yeah, that's what. Uh, Damn. So now, when you think you're getting coke, you could be getting fentanyl. Yeah, that's why you can't fuck with these street drugs no more. <laughs> you don't know shit. what the fuck you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. And then my freaking aunt's dealing with cancer and shit. Well, oh, damn. Well, you know, it's always a pain in the ass when cancer comes over to your house. That's like a neighbor that, you know, takes a long time to try and get rid of. <laughs> if you can get rid of them at all. Yeah, and she's got Damn. lung cancer, and she says she never smoked a day in her life. Okay, maybe it's from just breathing the pollution. Yeah, probably. But yeah, but yeah um, what else was I thinking? And then I was also thinking of the little Nas thing, because, uh, I mean, definitely the Satan shoes is probably a cool idea. You know, like, all that's a cool idea as far as... Uh, yeah, Satan shoes with human blood and pentagrams. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that whole thing is cool. I mean, it was just, when the original story came out, it's like, I make fun of everything. So, like, you know, my main, my first instinct is to make fun of everything. You know, especially because, you know, it's Little Nas being gay or whatever. But, okay, you know, Luciferianism is about, uh, doing what you want to do and, you know, the stuff you've been able to make happen for yourself and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, being your real self, if you can figure out who your real self is, you know, probably taking psychedelics will help you figure that out. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like, so overall what he's doing is really cool. And I wasn't like, showing as much how cool that was, except for, it's just, it's kind of like, there's certain things that those of us who are Luciferians, there are certain things that uh, are on the range of things you can do that, of all the different things you can do to feel good that uh, some people just don't want to do what makes other people feel good, you know, like, I like to smoke weed, and some people that are in my way of looking at life don't like smoking weed, and it's just something they don't want to do. And uh, so I can dig that. 
personally don't want to be gay. You know, if people want to be gay, they can be gay and it's cool. But that's not something I want to do. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to have nobody fucking me up the ass. So, uh, <laughs> that's what I don't want to do. But, you know, in the same way that, uh, you know, people should be able to be gay if they want to be gay, and people that like to, uh, that, uh, you know, want to indulge themselves, you know, by being gay should be able to be gay, or people like me that want to indulge myself by smoking weed should be able to smoke weed. And uh, people that indulge themselves by killing fairies should be able to go indulge themselves by killing fairies. You know? Well, okay. I can't second that notion, but... <laughs> right on. Sorry, I'm texting somebody. Yeah, the cops are like going, can I have it yet? <laughs> okay. Right now we have a ghetto bird like running around the neighborhood trying to fuck with some. I guess there's like a police chase or something going on. A police chase? I don't know. I mean, there's just some weird thing. They, they have cops flying over their ass, like back and forward. And I don't know if they're covering it on the local TV or not. Are they chasing the ghost of Jaybird? Well, are they chasing the ghost of Jaybird? Oh, um, I don't know if that's had a thing, a way to get in here. I'm, I'm still like, my ritual's been going really slow, and I kind of reached the thing. At least I got Lucifer's angels back in the house, but uh, and they did. Since I still felt the herb, and still like, I'm not sure if I'm still feeling it now or not. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think I still am. I'm still feeling... I don't know, I can't tell. I mean, I'm, like, half feeling a buzz and half not. But, uh, like, the the real world hasn't hit my head yet. I think I'm, like, pushing it off for a while. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's all intense, whatever the... Whatever is going on. But... It's like part of my ritual is bringing the, uh, if, you know, when I finally get to that part of the ritual, which is one of the last, later stages in the ritual, is bringing in uh, the demonic spirits that play the roles of the spirits of the dead. So one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to call in the uh, demonic spirit who plays the role of uh, Jaybird. Oh, really? How's that? Yeah. You know, you just call in... It's like you're calling in all the spirits of the dead. And there's different ways of saying it. You know, you can say... The... I mean, I say it... You know, you, you say, you know, I'm calling in the spirits of the unrighteous... Uh, the, 
know, the uh, demonic spirits who play the roles of the disembodied and embodied, unclean, or no, the disembodied and embodied earthbound spirits of the unrighteous evil dead. And, you know, you're calling the uh, spirits of all of the people that died in this part of Los Angeles, California, that were unrepentant, or the demonic spirits who played the roles of the spirits who, of all the people who died, or the earthbound spirits of all of the people who died in this part of Los Angeles, California, who were unrepentant to their death, and the demonic spirits of, or that played the roles of all of the spirits of all of the people who died somewhere else who were unrepentant to their death. And then, you know, I can mention the latest one who died, which is Jaybird. <laughs> so we'll see. Huh. Must be a trip to talk to the dead. Well, you're not really talking to the dead. That's what we make. Imitate the dead. But the whole thing... Yeah, that's what the Bible says. The demons pretend to be... The whole thing... But the whole thing is if people in the house start having experiences where they could be being haunted by the spirit of Jaybird, <laughs> or they have dreams of seeing Jaybird, then that could be a way that the spirit of Jaybird could give me power. Or the people thinking they're talking to the spirit of Jaybird can, you know, that, that spirit of Jaybird can tell them to do things that would give me power. Nah, so you gonna convene with this Jaybird spirit? Um... Only if I'm stoned at the time when I'm doing that ritual. Nice. I mean, in, yeah, I don't know. It, it's all a trip. It's like the like when you when you get when you get stoned and, and meditate with the spirits and talk to the spirits. There's like there's a good side to it and a, and a there's a, a, an asset to it and a liability to it at the same time. So, like, the asset of it <clears throat> is uh, that uh, it can, you know, help you get power in the real world. But the liability is if they know too much about you, there's a good chance they won't help you. So, I don't know. It's a call... Uh, Trip, so I'm not sure uh, how to look at it. Intriguing. Kyle, yeah. Chaos the Necromancer. Well, not really, you know. The, like I said, I know they're not really the spirits of the dead. But if you can get the other people in the house to think that the spirits of the dead are in the house. You know, and if they could convince the people in the house to do something that would give me power, then that's, you know, the way to go about it. Yeah, I could picture the ghost of Jaybird just fucking falling into the walls and shit. Yeah. 
Well, that could have, I mean, I don't know, like, what the ghost has more the, what the ghost in the house more have the ability to do is, like, open and shut doors by the, you know, get doors to open and shut by themselves, and, uh, you know, they can do things like change the TV station by itself, or something like that, but, uh, I mean, that's usually the best, uh, I mean, not too many things, but maybe, like, if someone was smoking sherm, then maybe they could see the spirit falling into the wall or something, but, uh... Yeah, but you're ready to dive into the news? Yeah, let's dive into the news, let's see, where, are we, uh, are we still in NPR, or are we in, where, where, what, what thing are we still in? Uh, we're starting NPR. Okay. Yeah, we did Google yesterday. Okay. That's how we did Google and part of NPR yesterday, so... Uh, like, the last thing we covered was a stupid article by NPR. Oh, okay. Masks forever. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. We can't let this happen. Damn it. It's an excuse. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's an excuse. Yeah, but Biden unveils what he calls a once in a generation infrastructure proposal. Okay. The two trillion package has a heavy focus on climate change. And the environment, and it has already drawn Republican criticism for its size and scope. Okay. So what else does article say? The country's infrastructure is bad pair, both major parties agree. But for years, they haven't been able to agree on a proposal or how to pay for it. In Pittsburgh on Wednesday, President Biden detailed a $2 trillion package that he said would lead to transformational progress. Biden said this is not a plan that tinkers around the edges, calling it a once-in-a-generation investment that will lead to good-paying jobs and grow the economy. Okay. He framed his effort as along the lines of other investments the federal government has made in history, such as the space race in the middle of the 20th yeah, that century. What? Uh, they're comparing this to the the money spent on the space race. Okay, well, we shouldn't have spent any of that money on the space race. That was. When people are starving, you know, not in 
and are poor and can't, you know, are having a hard time surviving on Earth, why the hell would we be putting it into going to the moon? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. And then Biden says his proposal would be paid for in 15 years by raising taxes on corporations. He said he's open okay. to other ideas, but Biden vowed Wednesday that no one making less than 400000 a year would see their taxes increased, period. Okay, we'll see if he sticks to that one or not. <laughs> yeah, they usually don't. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is going to wind up costing more than you think it is, and uh, eventually it'll come into a bunch of people that are middle class and poor getting their taxes raised that, you know, wind up paying taxes. Yeah, the president pointed out that millions had lost their jobs during the pandemic while the top 1% gained in wealth. He said that shows how distorted the U.S. economy is. Well, it's time well, to true. change that, Biden said. It's time to build our economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not the top down. Right on. The proposed taxes are already rankling Republicans. The proposal has a heavy focus on climate change and the environment, including transitioning the auto sector from gasoline-based vehicles to electric, which is a good idea, but I think that should be the focus of it. He's going to spend $2 trillion. He might as well have a focused, precision approach. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what uh, see what happens with this. I mean, those parts of it are good. And the creation of a climate conservation corps and incentivizing private investments in wind and solar power. Okay. The effort to encourage the sound of the Republicans rankling. Wrinkle, wrinkle, wrinkle. I don't even know what that word means. And I think it has something to do with bird feathers. Uh, we bird feathers uh, do something when birds are mad or something. Yeah, maybe. It says the effort to encourage the transition from gas to electric vehicles alone would get more money, $174 billion, than the plan would spend on repairs to highways and bridges. About one point, well, $115 billion. So I guess that's good that he's spending more on that than, than on the highways and bridges. Yeah. I mean, we definitely need to, to go... It's really important that we get from from uh, uh, fossil fuels to uh, more renewable fuels. Yeah. It's just weird that they get that done in a bill that's supposed to be about something else, which kind of gets makes it confusing. 
And there come the Republicans are comparing this to the Green New Deal. Which I think um, it's partially the Green New Deal, but kind of, except for it's doing some really good green stuff and it's more compared to like a bunch of bills that about too many subjects at once. And it's like they're trying to do too much with one bill to me, but you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. But okay, what else? What else uh, and I'm kind of wondering what the Republicans are saying or what they're going to do about it or how, what they're... Uh, I don't know how they're looking at it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. But either way, uh, what, what else the article say? Uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg it says it needs to be about roads and bridges. Okay. Biden's so let's proposal, look at it. Biden's proposal includes $100 billion for expanding high-speed broadband. Okay, what the hell? Yeah, that should be us. Now, why the hell are you mixing money for the internet with those two things? I mean, it was already about too many subjects. Now you pulled in another subject. It's like you want all this money to go to so many things at one time. But that's just kind of raise the rate of it and then make it even harder to, to pay off within a certain amount of time. I, can, I don't know, that's just asking for too much at one time. Yep. And then $100 billion for expansion of and improvements to power lines, which I think is necessary okay. to go green. You need to you know, you need to work with the current power grid. So that actually goes along the lines of what I was saying, done with the uh, the power grid to support electric cars. Yeah. So I can't say I'm hating this bill. Besides the infrastructure, like, you know, well, like... The infrastructure that they're talking about, I'm agreeing with so far. Besides the yeah, no, it, it makes sense. The main thing I don't think is good is just they're trying to do too much with one bill. But okay. Well, and here's where it gets stupid. It also has measures intended to fix racial injustices. Such as replacing all of the country's lead pipes and service lines. How the fuck does that do anything? Um, because probably in the poorest neighborhoods are where they have the most lead piping. <laughs> lead pipes have been used for freaking. Decades. Yeah, I know, but like those, I mean, I don't know, like our neighborhoods, I think, are, are the ones that have the oldest uh, pipes out of uh, everywhere else in the city, probably. I don't know. It's like, yeah, you're drinking lead. 
liquid lead, rusted lead. Well, I don't know. I think everything does turn from from uh, gold to lead, right? You know, the, the reverse alchemy. Hmm. I don't know much about alchemy. Well, actually, I don't know anything about alchemy. Meanwhile, Pete Buttigieg is is imagining he's the devil and jacking off to that uh, little Nas video again. I'm sure. I'm sure Pete Buttigieg got one from that. Oh, yeah. Probably has that video on repeat. Yeah, probably. Then a hundred and five billion for improving and expanding mass transit. Okay. Which, eh, I'm indifferent to that one. And I still just look at it as how high is it going to make everybody's taxes in the end when it winds up that, like with all these things, that the things are like behind, like every time we do these huge-ass things where they try to do so much with a little bit of money, at least like in states like California and Washington, they wind up like it is behind what they said it was going to be done by, and then it's like all of a sudden the government's in like heavy debt, and then the average dude has to wind up paying for it. Yeah, that's true. The trickle down effect. Uh, but it depends. It's just I'm just like wondering how this is probably going to just wind up costing a huge amount of money on most people and people that don't have money eventually because uh, when everything's done behind the schedule, then that's what usually happens. Well, I'm worried about like, well, we already started this thing, so we have to finish it. And yeah, we didn't finish it in the amount of time we said we were going to finish it. And it wound up costing more than we originally assumed it was going to cost. Yeah. As well as reconnecting neighborhoods that have been decimated and cut off from surrounding areas due to highway construction. Oh. Now, they're going off. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it for that. The world starting to come back to me. <laughs> what? So that's pretty much it for that article. Okay. Go to the next one.
Then Johnson Johnson reports a vaccine batch ruined at the factory. Okay, so a little bit longer for people to get the best uh, or the least likely to hurt to kill you uh, out of all the biological warfare, but it's still you know another bio weapon that's not as bad as the other kinds of you know, bio weapons they're offering people. If you want to help them in their depopulation effort. <laughs> yeah, it's the bio weapon that we all know and are familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me some dead coronavirus cells. Don't give me some mRNA. Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah, don't give me any of it, but if you're going to give me some, give me that. See, I'm looking through the story, see if there's any. Yeah, sure. The theory that COVID came from a Chinese lab takes on new life after World Health Organization report. Ah, okay. See, a little bit more of the truth is coming out. So let's see what this article says. I mean, just the truth is coming more and more out in the mainstream media. Finally. We shall see. We shall see. And it's strange when a blind man sees something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know the world's coming to an end, or it's a miracle. Something like that. I don't know. If the world's coming to an end, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to think about the next shit that's happening, but then the revolution has to happen. The Republicans and the Democrats have to be overthrown. <laughs> Let's fucking start a riot. <laughs> Well, I still think the way it's going to be done isn't through a riot. I think it's going to be done through concentrated... I mean, maybe really all you'd have to do is set a couple of fires in places. And, uh... Which I guess maybe in this police state... Police chase, I guess someone set fire to a freeway or something? I don't know if that's the story that happened, but you have to set a couple of fires in strategic places. And if you set one fire, you know, maybe in a place that isn't quite as important, like if it gets burnt down, it isn't like, uh, it'll affect some things, but not too much. Then you can threaten to set fires to a bunch of other strategic places. And if they don't want the fires to be, to be set, then, uh, maybe the population will, uh, let the, uh, 
changes in the laws that would need to happen for us to have the legal freedom to do evil the way we want to have the legal freedom to do evil. Mm-hmm. Yep, power to the Luciferian. Well, I hope the day comes soon. Because, <laughs> uh, some of them are powerful, but one people like me definitely, right now, are seem pretty powerless. Like, uh, that was something that was happening when I was, uh, maybe that's what the thing was talking about. I was having a conversation with the spirits. And, uh, one of them mentioned something, like, see what's happening, and it was something that was, could have been considered by somebody as, as power from the spirits, but I'm going, no, but you know that's not my definition of what power is. And, uh, Kyle's definition of power is to have sex and kill things. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's all about sex. It killing things don't doesn't have as much to do with it, really. Because uh, even that is to me not really power, you know? So, it has more to do with sex than anything. Than, uh, yeah, so you have the power to have sex, indiscriminate sex with women. Exactly. That's, uh, so we'll, we'll see, you know. And then he'll we'll feel like a powerful witch. Like, these demons here don't have a track record of helping me with anything except for just, uh, having a trip when I'm stoned, so that's... Yeah, they're not much use, huh? You got time for a thing? Um... I don't think so. Let me check. Those lady out there, they bust out, they cook out her food? Yeah. She's trying to sell her cheeseburger, her bacon on it. I ain't gonna give her no second. It was eight dollars for the burger and some uh onions and fries. Yeah, she said she ain't got the fries. She didn't give me a bag of chips and a water. I mean, I just look at it. I mean, I get you know, but that's it. That's not power from Lucifer. That's power in a different way. Like being willing to kill people. That's power. A way that I want to get power in a way that uh, you know, like if I can't. If nobody's gonna, if, if there isn't any way for me to get that uh, room to myself in a, in a landline this summer, uh, hold on, Kyle. Since I'm I, I think the city council, what? Uh, hold on, I'm talking to somebody real quick. Okay, no problem. I talked to the city council and the county board of supervisors and 
they pretty much don't, you know, don't care and are pretty much acting like everything's going along the path they're still planning on making it go along, then eventually I'm willing to do that kind of violence in order, you know, to, to get revenge against, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to, to, to kill people, you know, hopefully if I can get the guts to uh, make that, you know, to get revenge against the uh, people in power that won't let me have that until uh, something happens to make the rents go down so I could afford something like that trailer park in Hemet again. But uh, that's more what I have to do to make sure that I don't stay powerless anymore or whatever. But uh, that's another thing. <laughs> oh, so you got to kill some people and sacrifice them to your dog God. Probably. I mean, it, it just seems like it's going to take that before... It's going to take that to get the real estate people to make the rents go down. Well, you're going to need to invest in a ceremonial witch dagger then, Kyle, and stab him in the heart. Yeah. Uh, that would maybe help. I don't know. It's like... I, I can't even worry about that now. That's the problem. It's like, unless, you know, like worry about that shit unless I can have a place. You know, like I said, if I had, a, if I have a place with room to myself in a landline, then I can reinvest in that shit. <laughs> you know. In the meantime, it's like I just got to do whatever I can to lure the demons in, or whatever. You know, up until that point, or whatever. I don't know. I'm not so, sure what, what I'm supposed to do. So the practitioner offers false promises and gets false promises back. No, nobody's promised anything. Or, you know, they said they'd give me power if I did something that to me seemed stupid and painful. So I kind of like said, no, you're just trying to get me to do something stupid that would get me locked up in jail, so... Hey, Hillary Clinton, all the motherfuckers be risking jail. Well, yeah, but if I'm going to go to jail, I'd rather go to jail fighting for something real, like to get the real estate people to lower the rent. You know, like that's something that to me makes more, it would be worth going to jail over more. You know? Yeah, I can feel that. You just don't want to go to jail senselessly. Yeah. Like, I want to, if I'm going to go to jail, I want to go over to, go to jail because I'm not willing to take living in a world where I can't realize my sex dream because I'm, uh, I'm, uh, you know, the real, the, the rents are so high that I can't afford to live in, in, uh, to get a place with a, you know, a room to myself, either like the trailer to myself and a landline, which would have been that one trailer park. Or, you know, a room to myself somewhere with a landline. I can't, if that's just impossible, I'm willing to kill for that because I can't stand that that dream is just, a is, is just a dead dream that's out of my reach. I can't stand that that dream's out of my reach. And I'm seriously thinking I'm willing to do jail prison time for the rest of my life just to fight against that. I don't know. Yeah, I think fighting the coronavirus vaccine mandates is going to be... Well, that too. Those are two, like, real-world things that they've done to fuck us over. 
I'm sorry, I had the impression in everything. <laughs> like I was saying, like, you're probably going to end up going to jail over the mass mandates sooner rather than yeah. later. If they get too crazy, I'm going to risk jail over. Just be like, yeah. 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 Like, these are the things that we got to fight for, and I don't know. That's probably going to be worth going to jail over. Yeah, come home with your chest out. That's easy. Yeah. Well, or go to jail with your chest out. Yeah. No, you never really have your chest out in jail. I mean, really, you're too... When you're in jail, you're too scared to have your chest out in jail. <laughs> That's been my personal yeah. experience. Once you've gone there, they're just, like, constantly trying to scare the shit out of you. And, and uh, you're just, like... They, they get you in that weird state. So I don't know. Yeah, it's like fucking uh, what Eddie Griffin said, like, in jail, motherfuckers are trying to scare, make you more scared than they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's get to that uh, theory about the World Health Organization. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got off on tangent. Yeah, now how do we get to what I'd be willing to go to jail over? Before COVID-19, few scientists would have pegged the Chinese city of Wuhan in temperate central China as a likely starting point for a global coronavirus pandemic. Its climate and fauna don't fit the bill. But the city of 11 million strayed straddling the Yangtze River is home to some of China's most advanced biological research laboratories. And some of the secretive state-run institutions, the Wuhan Institute of Virology is known as, well, is known to conduct experiments on exactly the kind of virus that has killed nearly 3 million people worldwide so far since late 2019. Since I think there were a lot of people who did put together the fact that you had an outbreak in Wuhan and you have these laboratories in Wuhan fairly immediately, said David Feith, or Feith who was an Asia advisor to the to the Trump administration State Department when the coronavirus emerged. The question was, what does the evidence tell us, says Feith, who is currently at Washington, D.C. think tank, is at a Washington, D.C. think tank. Center for oh, New American Security. And who funds it? Is a left wing think tank or a right? You know, depending. You know, like, uh, I don't know. Like, some of these think tanks that they call left wing think tanks are more like planning the government's new bullshit they're putting on us or that the Democrats are putting on us. I don't know. But 
it's yeah, so which which think tank I wonder if it's from. Center for New American Security. Okay, New American Security. I'm, with a name like that, that sounds like something the Republicans would put. Oh. Oh, this is this was a heavy song when I was three years old and somebody playing on the radio. When I was four years old, one of the songs that... Uh, First impressed me as a four-year-old kid. Oh, now it's not playing. The Center for a New American Security is a Washington, D.C.-based think tank established in 2007 by co-founders Michael Flowerney or Flowernoy and Kurt M. Campbell. Okay, don't know who they are. <laughs> it specializes in the United States national security issues. Okay. I don't know what this has to do with national security outside of, oh, this is a way to take away everybody's freedom at one time. But okay. Uh, the CEO is Richard Fontaine. Budget is eight million dollars. It's not really saying how they're paid for or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Song about me is straight up wankster. Okay. Oh, well, here it goes. World Health Organization report. Wildlife farms, not market, likely source of coronavirus pandemic. Okay. I don't know. I still think it's more likely it's from a lab, but... <laughs> Me too. They're trying to find some other some other way that it happened, some other way to, to, to justify it, but it won't show that, that uh, the Chinese government and them are working together to take away everybody's freedom all over the world. <laughs> True. That the Chinese government is working together with the Democrats to take away our freedom in our own country. Ugh, fuck. I'm getting tuckered out. I'm going to take a nap and then call you back. Okay, I'll talk to you then. Alright, peace. Peace.